So the thoughts I wanted to share with you next have to do with women, we women, and confidence. And uh, it's I, I, I stumbled into a book that I want to recommend. It's called The Confidence Code by Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman, who are both successful uh, media women. They, you know, they're commentators and they work at the BBC and elsewhere, and they're very successful. And yet, they discovered in hanging out with each other that they both still lack confidence about their success, about their talent, about their importance, their contribution, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they did this exhaustive research about women and confidence and uh, wrote this book about it. And it, it seems to be, they're saying that, you know, it's almost universal, almost universal, 100%, that women, no matter how accomplished, no matter how competent, no matter how famous, no matter how talented, uh, no matter how much they've advanced in their field, still lack confidence. And they were intrigued about this because how could this basketball star who did, did amazing Michael Jordan-like things on the floor then go home and question herself about whether she did well enough or she should have done something different or, you know, whatever. And they found that um, they interviewed men and women in similar uh, fields and positions, and they found that almost 100% the men were quite confident <laughs> about about their worth and their merit and their, their thing, quite confident. If they made mistakes, they kind of blew them off and went on to the next thing, And or as uh, as Aaron has called it at, at times, let's declare victory and move on. <laughs> so, but, but women tend to ruminate. We tend to, to hold ourselves back. We tend to wait to be doing the things that we really dream of doing because we're afraid we don't have it right enough yet. You know, we don't have it perfect yet. We're trying to get everything nailed down perfectly. We, we overthink. We, we're perfectionistic. Uh, we're afraid to try and fail because we just feel like that'll be just the end if I tried and failed. I'd be t humiliated for the rest of my life and, you know, everything would be bad, and etc. So they, they studied, uh, this, the subtitle of this book is uh, The Science and Art of Self-Assurance, What Women Should Know. And they study it from all sorts of angles, brain uh, brain differences and environmental differences and um, many things like that. Um, and in the end, they're kind of saying, wow, girls, we got a problem here. <laughs> and the problem is the world needs our confidence. The world needs us, our voices and our ways, our values, our our." Um, perceptions and our energy to make positive changes that are good and nurturing for everyone. And so the problem is here we are, so many of us, very competent and very uh, full of gifts to offer, and yet we hold back, yet we, we wait, uh, or, we, or we do it, but then we torment ourselves afterwards with all this rumination about whether we did it well enough and that sort of thing. So um, 
a couple of things I took away from it, because I, I struggle with that all the time. Um, I felt like I, I did some kind of doctorate thesis in insecurity. I was like so insecure for so long. Never mind that I was doing all this public stuff and with groups and audiences and, and having, you know, and they went well and I got good feedback. Never mind that. I'm still insecure and I'm so over it. I'm so over myself doing that. And um, so this book was really a good friend for me. The confidence code and one of the things they said which I wanted to um, to put forth here is they said you know the thing to do women is we have to sort of hop over our nature and our conditioning hop over it like just don't give it a lot more um, room and, and and do these things that we want to do even though the, the feeling of confidence is kind of foreign to us it's kind of not native and and we might still be tempted to overthink or ruminate um, uh, about our our performance and she's saying you know you just gotta start practicing doing those things and then letting it go don't don't ruminate don't let yourself second-guess yourself don't do it and they also found that the key to confidence and I, I love this is it's not that you feel like I'm gonna, I've got this and I'm going to do it without fail. It's that we are willing to do it and fail. Become willing to try and explore and do and enact the things you dream of and get ready. She says, fail fast. Just take action, fail fast, learn from it, and then do it again. And then... If you fail in some way, that okay, learn from that and do it again. And that the confidence actually gets built by us taking action on our dreams, taking action on the things that we wish for, and and not doing our usual. I don't know, la 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 la. Not don't don't do it. Stop it. Stop it. Just hop past that tendency, and 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 try things, take actions, and fail fast, and keep going, and, and learn from the things that didn't go so well, and just keep going, do it, do it some more. And by doing that, you actually build an authentic confidence, because you've already done it a few times and, and blown it in a few different ways, but then learned, and then refined it, and you did it again, and then you develop a genuine confidence. It's not just a, a you know, a, desperate affirmation and pat on the back we're giving ourselves you actually start feeling confident about what you're doing because you've already failed a couple times and you learned <clears throat> and you did it anyway so I, I want to just put that forth and um, next to that an idea that has come to me recently uh, last week I was in my office with a friend uh, who was doing some healing and um, some forgiveness healing and she's uh she's a recent widow and she's a recent uh she's recently gone through breast cancer treatment and this woman i've known her for 30 years and she's just a powerhouse she is so so big-hearted and big-brained and and usually full of confidence uh more than a lot of women are and um she's she's just feeling terrible these days she's feeling really empty and insecure and doubting herself and uh, tired she's not sleeping well at night and this is all normal for grief this is all just you know that's you'll have that in after after a loss for a long time you'll have some of that but she's saying I just miss me I miss me 
and I, I had that feeling recently uh, when I noticed my, my pandemic self <laughs> that, that I was a little bit uh, less confident and, and foggy-brained and um, flatter and not as open and creative as I usually am. And I was feeling like, I, I miss me. I miss myself. This is my pandemic self, and I'm not crazy about how that's presenting. I mean, it's okay, but I've been doing this enduring thing for a while and I feel kind of flat. And at my best, when I, when I know myself to be really myself and at my best, I'm not a flat person at all. I'm, I'm alive. I'm full of, full of sparkle. So in talking to my friend, I, I reflected for her about eight little stories in a row, boom, 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 of who she has been in the last 30 years, what she has created, what she has done, how she has been, and, uh, and that's her, that's her. And um, I, I began to think about, you know, we, we exist, they say, in the illusion of time, linear time, that, you know, things went, went forward from before World War II till now in a linear way. But uh, some people say that, that everything's happening now, that we're living in a great big now, and we don't, we forget, we don't know it most of the time, and we, we're kind of believing wholly in what this present moment is showing us. And this is only one present moment. So I was thinking about uh, how to re-inspire myself with myself, <laughs> who I have known myself to be in the past, and, and bringing the energy and the story and the, uh, the learning and the expression of some of the best moments of my life, bringing them forward, bringing them here and now. So now I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm in a little house in South Minneapolis and I'm underemployed and, uh, you know, I'm 67 and things are not as, as, you know, tight as they used to be and you know, that sort of thing. And, hmm, but I, I did this little meditation, which um, I'm sharing with you, which is I just, I just reflected one night on all of my favorite moments of me in my life since I was a child. Remember, I just remember that and remember that, ha, huh, you were the one that stood up in this way to this this wrong thing. You were the one that was hilarious this one time in this other this other situation. You were the one that dared to do this, and and you were the one that was, uh, you know, providing exactly the right medicine in the right moment for a situation. And I I just recreated those memories in my mind, and I wrote some of them down as like pictures, they're like snapshots, you know, and we all have some, even if we're having kind of a flat time right now, or if we're, we're dealing with depression or illness or something, you are still that same woman that was so awesome in that moment, that was just in a flood of love in this other moment, and that was just strong and truthful in this other moment. Those moments of who we have been at our best are, they're soul-filled, they're filled with the energy of our souls and they taught us things about life and love and self and they brought light to situations and we need to like reclaim all of that all of who we have been this is another way of looking at the long game I was thinking 
for me, the long game is like, I intend to be a sparkly old lady. I want to be really old and really happy and healthy. And so therefore, I'm going to work out today. <laughs> therefore, I'm going to drink a lot of water. I, I, I govern my life with this long view of wanting to be healthy older woman. But as my husband told me last week, uh, we can't control things. Everybody dies and people get sick and you know, things change. And, uh, you know, I, it's a nice vision and I'm going to hold that vision, but I also want to play the long game in my mind with remembering who I have been all along, who is the best me all along and bring that energy forward into my sense of myself here and now. And I'm thinking of it almost like each one of those little stories, and this may be something you'll let yourself reflect on this evening or uh, tomorrow or something. Just reflect on these moments that are like jewel-like moments when you were really proud of yourself and you recognized your own goodness and your worthiness and the way you were bringing it to the world. So they're like, each one of them is like a gem. It's like a sparkle stone. It's a diamond. It's a sapphire. It's a ruby. It's a pearl. And let's bring these forward and put them in our pocket. And put them in our pocket every day, even while it's a pandemic and even while you're not working and even while you're like stuck in this certain thing that you're not crazy about. Put fish your hand into that pocket and feel those sparkling gems of who you know yourself to be at your best and reaffirm for yourself that you are her. You are that person here and now. And um, I think that we will, um, that's, that's a good long game to play, is like to see who I've been in this whole journey when I was 15, when I was 22, when I was 43, et cetera, et cetera, uh, in these moments, these snapshots. So that is my other suggestion for confidence building. And the last suggestion for confidence building brings us to our big movement moment, our dance moment, because um, I, I got this great guidance from Spirit many years ago. And it, I was in a moment where I was about to teach a public workshop that I was kind of nervous about. And I, for years, I was just always nervous before I did anything public. I'm a recovering shy person. I know it doesn't seem that way, but I am really a recovering shy person. And so for years, I went through confidence crises before I did anything that involved people looking at me. Um, and so I was at this a hospital where we were putting on a forgiveness workshop and I had three or four helpers with me and we had 50 people signed up and people always bring a lot of pain into the room and I'm really hoping to help everybody. I wasn't that confident, but I had this urge. I said, you know what's going to help me? I got to loosen up. I'm really tight. I'm really feeling really very tight in my brain. Let's, let's put on a song and dance. So I put on a song and me and my three or four helpers danced really hard for like five minutes around the room. We danced around the whole room and we blessed the whole room and we, we just really imagined we were raising the vibe in the room to a, to a level of joyful remembrance, remembering joy. And we did this, this dance thing. And then at the end I was kind of sweaty and laughing and ah, I was feeling like myself and I was enjoying my friends. And spirit came and I, sometimes I just hear, I just hear God's guidance in a loud voice. And it came in a loud voice. And you know what it said? It said, the dancing is very important. Don't forget to dance. It just bossed me about it. You should dance before everything. 
that you want to go well. <laughs> so we instituted that. My team and I instituted that as part of our prep you know, set up the room and get the mics going, whatever. And now, are you ready to dance? Yeah, are you ready to dance? Okay. <laughs> and we had some favorite songs. We put them on and we danced around the room. And then we opened the doors and brought the people in. And it went very well because the dancing is very important. Okay, so let's, in our imaginations, kind of bow to each other and turn away from the circle around the tree on the hill. But feeling our feet under us our roots, feeling our branches, breathing and stretching, each one of us like a tree. And we're just making our way back down the pathway down the hill and to the path back to our little village gate where we live, back to our lovely lives and our gifts and duties, things that are uniquely ours to govern and garden and we'll just close with a big thank you spirit thank you so much for bringing us together in community and for inspiring each other with the gifts that everyone has and I ask that you walk very closely with each woman with their hand on her shoulder and a twinkle ready for her to remember who she is at her very best and to collect the energy of that moving into a better 2022 peace out ladies love you namaste